All right. Another great episode ready for us because guess who's not here today, Chris? Intern Earl. Intern Earl is nowhere to be seen. This is this is what a great day. Now before before everyone's like, all right, what, what like did all right? Why'd you guys fire Intern Earl? No, we didn't fire him. As much as I wish that we did, we did. Because he sucks. That's why. Yeah, and it was long I forget, overdue. I, I forget. I think he was what? Was he mean to you or something on Twitter? Like, what was the actual reason? Uh, I don't remember the actual reason. He was doing a lot. He, he was doing a lot of nonsense. But uh, Ma- yeah. Matty B gave him the, gave him the one week suspension. Yeah, you know, after a long, lengthy uh, discussion with you, that totally wasn't just a hey, I suspended intern Earl for a week. Um, we, it was a difficult decision. It felt like Chris again. You know, we're doing this uh, virtual right now because uh, you know COVID. And um, walking into the studio today and like not like having that like instant like stench of like a homeless man being in here. <laughs> like it felt, it felt, oh, it felt, it felt like it felt good. Like I actually, I cleaned up the studio since you know he never does that either. Yeah. Put some air fresheners in here. Like now you can actually like come back, Chris, and come to the studio and not like instantly catch you know, catch a disease or something like that. Yeah. All sounds like good stuff. So anyways, Chris. We're gonna exclude all NFL till the end, including if we're loving something from the NFL today. Yeah. Because good lord, we got a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. Other other than what we just witnessed this weekend. What are you loving? Uh, so what I'm loving is the, uh, Friday night upcoming will be uh, Hendrick Lundquist's retirement. Yes. So I am very excited to watch that as a fan. Are you going to be there? Uh, no, nah, I wish. Tickets too high. But uh, mm-hmm. I will definitely be watching. There will be uh, tears shedded for sure. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for him to be up in the Raptors where he belongs. Mm-hmm. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. And so like for- they're, reti- they're retiring his number and everything. Like They're like, no one yeah. no longer wear whatever. What number did he wear? 30. What, 30? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was like, it was either 30 or 33. I don't remember. Yeah. So 30 will be retired into the Raptors and uh, not well-deserved. That's all I can say. Yeah. Ironically, mine's also like a hockey what I'm loving today, which is crazy. Nice. It's very rare I get to love something in hockey these days. Yeah. Right, Chris? Yes, it is. Well, we're, I'm, I'm not only am I going to say what I'm loving, but we're going to transition into the NHL right away as usual. I'm loving Timo Meyer. Uh, my guy, he had, um, on Monday, January 17th, a week ago, remember last week when we were with Chris Jones and I was like, oh yeah, they're playing the Kings, you know, they'll probably like find a way to lose that game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Sharks won that game, Chris. I don't know if you heard yeah, about I this. Yeah, I mean, Maddie B, you've been hard on the Sharks all year. If the, yeah. If the, if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. So you, you got to give them some credit. Uh, yeah. They're hanging, they're hanging around still. They're hanging Timo in. Meyer had five goals in this game, three of them in the first period. Uh, so literally, he just needed a period and he got a hat trick. Yeah, which we we, we love to see that. Um, so the Sharks beat the Kings six to two. Um, the other the other goal, you know, the you know someone else needed a quick moment in this game uh, was uh, Ru- uh, Rudolph Balser's you know, one goal. Not bad, you know. We love to see it. You know, Timo Meyer obviously was the star of this game. Um, Got to, you know, you got to love it because you know the second they get a big win, they lose two straight. 
Uh, they lose to the Kraken three to two, and then they lose to the Lightning seven to one. That Lightning that was just, that was just atrocious. That that one was actually just bad. Kraken uh, game was it was a good competitive game all the way to the end. Kraken just were able to outscore us. Uh, the twenty sixth Wednesday this week, they got oh man, Sharks got a brutal got a brutal schedule coming up. Yeah, they got the Capitals on the twenty sixth, the Panthers on the 29th, the Hurricanes on the thirtieth. And then the, the kick off February, they got the lightning again. So yeah, you just got to keep getting points at this point in the year. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you just got to keep grind. You got at this point, it's it's a grind for them because they are in the playoff hunt, as you said. Uh, the NHL they did, um, they did schedule games in where the Olympic break should have been. Uh, so you know, got a little got a little bit of a schedule update with that. Our first, you know. Me and uh, Miss Josie, you know, you know, our favorite Knights fan, right, Chris? Our favorite Golden yes. Knights fan. Her and yes. I, we kick, we kick off our uh, our, rival- our rivalry coming up. So that's going to be a fun episode to record because yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to just be a big bundle of joy for that one. <laughs> yes, you. Uh... <laughs> what's uh, what's going on with the uh, with the Rangers? Uh, same other, old st- other, other than, you know, Heinrich uh, Lundqvist. Uh, same old story. I mean, uh, they're playing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, win a couple, lose one. Win a couple, lose one. Uh, Kreider had a hat trick the other night. Uh, he's uh, having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this this team is going to be big-time buyers. Um, I, I've been seeing a lot of rumors about maybe a potential JT Miller reunion or uh, mm-hmm. they, they want to look at this defenseman in Arizona. So a lot of moving pieces. I'm curious to see what they add at the deadline, what we give up, and uh, let's, it's time to make a cup run because we have enough talent on this team. So we'll see. There's no uh, particular game you want to talk about from a week ago? Oh, when they beat the Sharks? No. Uh, a specific a, a specific kind of team blew a lead? Oh, right. The <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> well, the set- Toronto fashion blew a 3-1 lead, and we ended up winning 6-3. to Gotta love it. Maple Leafs will be the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. The group chat between me, you, and uh, Chris Jones that night, that was something. Oh, yeah. You guys were very mean. Listen, I was trying to support my friends who live up north in Canada. I was trying to give them some support, and y'all are just making fun of me for it. Yeah, what can we do? You don't bet against the Rangers, Chase. I know. <laughs> Learn your lesson. Um, Don't bet on the Leafs. No, definitely. especially in the playoffs. No. no. And Leafs fans even know that. They know not to do that. <laughs> um, as for the Bruins, um, they they dropped it. They, they lost. The Hurricanes just went to Boston and kind of just blew, blew them away. 7-1 Hurricane victory. Bruins just did not look good in that game. That was the. This was the game, by the way, uh, where they retired Willie O'Ree's number. Um, just unfortunately couldn't win the game, but it was a cool ceremony to see before. I watched it on TV. Really cool stuff. Uh, then they hosted the Capitals on the twentieth, four to three in favor of the Bruins. Tom Wilson did a Tom Wilson. Um, I don't know if you heard about that one, Chris, but Tom Wilson did a, did what Tom Wilson does best. And then on the twenty second, they hosted the Jets and they won three to two. They got the Ducks tonight. They got the Ab- They got to go to Colorado on the um, on the twenty sixth. So that that's a tough one. And then they got to go to Arizona too, and then to Dallas. So yeah, big got, stretch. Got, 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 big stretch for them coming up. Um, I, they still are one of the hottest teams in the NHL. Um, really, they only got 
two losses or three losses in the month of January. That's it. They, yeah. they 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 came out into January just you know guns blazing basically, and they they've looked good. Marshans look good. He's he's injured right now, but he looked good. Everyone looks good. This team, if this team, can, if they can all get healthy for the playoffs, this is a dangerous hockey team right here. Yeah, very so. very dangerous hockey team. I don't see them making a big run. I do you see them making mm-hmm. a playoff team? Oh, 100 percent, they're gonna be a playoff. Yeah, it's like even when they look like they're not gonna be a playoff team, they'll get their act together, and all of a sudden. They're a playoff team. That, that, that's how it works, right? That's how it usually works for the Bruins. Oh, the damn Bruins. Well, let's head on over to college basketball, where Chris is going to educate us on why Duke is the worst team ever. Uh false. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Duke lost a tough one last week to, uh, I believe, who they. I, I don't know. Who did they lose to? I don't, I don't watch State. bad basketball. Lost to Florida State, I believe, at Florida State. That's who we lost. And we talked about that. We talked about that, too. Yeah, uh, tough loss. They uh, Another game they should have won, but uh, uh, tough overtime loss. Uh, hopefully, Travis Kills, he got hurt that game. Hopefully, we get him back soon because we need him back. But um, mm-hmm. they back after that. So, you know, this team's going to be getting together. And like I said, they're going to be a top mm-hmm. that's, my, that's my opinion. I do believe it. They're going to be, but, yeah. What's going I mean, on? listen, it, it's Coach K's last dance. Like, y- y'all are going to be y'all going to be unbelievable in March. So, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I know so. Hey. Um, so, basically, after that Florida State loss, you guys, I'm sure you were feeling kind of down about it, right, Chris? You were like, oh, man, we lost a tough game, but, you know, it's a loss. I wasn't feeling down. It was just a tough loss. Uh, it was a game, a game I thought we could have won. A little stressed out at all during the game, though, watching it? Were you a little stressed watching that game? Yeah. You were? Yeah. I got good news for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by Exoben. You ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without having to leave the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Uh, you can take it to work. You can take it to the gym. You can take it to the trail. You can take it to go watch Duke lose basketball games. And you can put the power of per, uh, percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver in the ultimate recovery. Like I just said, you can use it for percussion therapy. I know what you're thinking, Chris, because you're a Duke fan, you're a Giants fan, you're a Yankees fan, you're a Rangers fan. We, uh, so you ain't that smart. So I know what you're thinking. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Here comes the important part. Get 10% off of your order with the code CGS10, as in the number 10, at checkout. This comes with a charger and a carrying case. So go on out there today. Go get yourself an extra gun and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Good stuff. Oof. There we go, Chris. I'm one for one. Yeah. It's good a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day when I'm one for one with these things. It is. There you go, Ace. <laughs> I know you're my biggest uh, cheerleader when it comes to that stuff, Chris. Always. Always. Always, <laughs> always got to support the boys. <laughs> always. Uh, as we're as we supporting the boys, uh, Villanova. <coughs> well, get, guess did you, did you purposely do that? No. Did you purposely no, do a choking sign? I was gonna say. Oh. I was about to say. Are you are you trying to mock the fact that 
Villanova lost to, to uh, Marquette. No, but we told you that was going to be a, a tough game. That was a tough game. Uh, Marquette had the lead for the majority of this game, uh, and then Villanova came back. But to, at the at the end, um, Marquette hangs on for the win. Uh, it's fifty seven to fifty four was the final. Um, you know, not just not a great game for Villanova. Didn't have a lot of players in this game. Jermaine Samuels, 10, 10 points, two rebounds or two assists, eight rebounds. Uh, he was the lead. Wow, I misread that stat line. Let's try that again, Matt. Eight points, ten rebounds, two assists. There we go. So, eh, a little bit of a quiet game for him offensively. Um, the star of this game, Eric Dixon, 15 points, five rebounds, 33 minutes. Can't complain about that. Uh, Justin Moore continued to look like a stud, 13 points, three rebounds, uh, one assist. Uh, my guy, Colin Gillespie, only had a double-double in this game. Ten points, eight rebounds, four assists. Um, tough loss. We talked about it last week. But just like Duke, come March, um, you know, Villanova, Villanova will be there. Uh, obviously, the Big East, not that strong this year. Uh, obviously, uh, ACC is also not that strong either. Uh, Villanova responded with this loss by <laughs> beating uh, Georgetown 85-74. So, yeah. you know, respond to a, to, a, you know, to a heartbreaking loss, to a good win. Uh, they, got, they got DePaul tomorrow night, and then they got St. John's on Saturday. St. John's, it's like St. John's is one of those schools where, like, they're always there. You know what I mean? Like you just see them, and it's just like they might pull it off every. They might pull off an upset at any time. They're that kind yeah. of team. They're always always. They're a couple of prospects away from being a real contender in the Big East again. Mm-hmm. Team scares. It's like, and it's like I always expect to see St. John's in March every year. I always expect to see them in the tournament, yeah, even when they're not even like that good. I'm like, they'll find a way to sneak in. They usually like try. a 15 seed or something. Yeah, I mean, so before we go on, got got some uh, got some other uh, little fun. I got a fun little announcement to make. Uh, not announcement, something to tell you, Chris. Got a question right. for you, actually. Yeah. Do you ever feel unable to focus? You're just tired, or you're just low on energy, Chris? I can feel it right now. So yeah, are you? So- sometimes, yeah. I understand that feeling. I understand wow. it so well that the Bernie and Chris podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shock energy shocked energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers all their flavors come back with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game that is a really long sentence their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boosts when you need it the most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo code cgsn for 10 percent off of your order Check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and don't worry. They will ship to you worldwide. That's right. Worldwide. You know, like Pitbull and Mr. Mr. Worldwide 305 or whatever. Uh-huh. You, 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 you know, you catch my draft. So go on out there today. Go get yourself some shocked energy and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Two for two. There two for go. two, Chris. Two for two. Bravo. It's a good day. Because intern Earl's not here. It is. You know it's not a good day. You know it's not a good time though, Chris. What? Being a Celtics fan. Yeah, Maddie, I, Except- I'm not even gonna really touch about the Celtics mucks because it's the same old story that we keep talking about. They're they're, <laughs> just, they're just under team, one or two games tops, and mm-hmm. until we can get Bradley Bill next off season and some other pieces, they're not gonna be a good team. That's my hey. Own opinion. Hey, I get it that you're upset about the other NBA topic that I put on the list of stuff today. 
but pretend to care about the Celtics for a second because your boy Jason Tatum had a 50-point game yesterday. Yes, Jason Tatum broke out of his shooting slump where he was struggling the last four games. Great to see that. Great to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so used to Tatum just scoring 50, a couple 50-pointers per year now. It's just he's that talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we need to get a point guard and, uh, and some other pieces and ship out some pieces because Jalen Brown's prime. That's how I feel. I agree with you. Um, coming up, coming up for this, they got some winnable games coming up. That's the thing. They got the Kings tomorrow night. They should be able to win that. They should be able to take care of business. They got the Hawks. You know, you never know. You never know with this Hawks team. Got the Pelicans. They should be able to. They should be able to beat the Pelicans again. They already beat the Pelicans once. They struggled against them, but they beat them. And then you know, close out January. Yeah, they got Miami, who's currently number one seed in the East. So, yeah, that's a tough one right there. But they got three winnable games coming up right here, and then Miami, who they, they who they they could shock everybody and beat Miami. That that's a trap game. I hope they can go on a run. I keep saying I hope they can go on a run, but it's the same old story with this team. Ime Udoka just doesn't get it. So do they prove me wrong? This, uh, my my stance is pretty uh pretty pretty uh they need to uh, improve. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Um, as for the other NBA topic that I know you're fired up about. Because I know you saw it, and it was like, oh, great, we're talking about this. Yeah, boy. Grayson Allen suspended for a game after a hard foul, a very hard foul on Alex Caruso. Now, you love to defend your Duke players, so let's hear it, Chris. Yeah, I didn't. I actually had mad, but I heard about it. Um, it obviously, it's I, pretty nasty. <laughs> everyone always makes a big deal because it's Grayson Allen, but um, mm-hmm. it's all the time in the NBA. My opinion, I'm just saying this because of Grayson Allen. Uh, if if it's a hard foul in the NBA, it's a hard foul. It happens. Um, being so soft and no, it was it is it what was, it is. If you saw this, you'd be like, all right, that's a little much. <laughs> I'm I'm not surprised if I'm gonna have to check it out after this episode, and I will get back to my followers about it next week. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I just think that hard fouls are part of the game, and sometimes mm-hmm. we we overblow them on the player. You know, the, mm-hmm. same, the same defenders or players that have had dirty plays in the past always seem to get a bad rap whenever something like this happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you will see his head, like, hit the floor, bounce back up, and then hit the floor again. So you'll be like, oh, boy. So like, yeah. this, this, is, this is bad. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on Grayson Allen because I know you always love to defend the, uh, the Duke players in the NBA. But yeah. Gave me a typical Chris-like response. So <laughs> Typical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we kind of like breezed right through everything else. Let, 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 let's get into what the heck happened. Yes, this weekend. <laughs> what 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 game do we want to touch first? <laughs> uh, let's do we want to do we want to go in order? Do we yeah, want to go in order? Right. Bengals. Okay, so admittedly, Chris, I did not watch this first game right here. I was out having a best friend day with uh, with Mary, one of the couch guy. Um, Streamers, her and I, her and I, she's awesome. Her and I, good friends. So, so I missed this game. I watched the highlights though. Holy God, does Joe Burrow need a offensive line? <laughs> yeah, uh, nine sacks, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They even won that game when getting I, uh, sacked you, nine you, times. You don't win football games, especially in the playoffs, 
if you if your quarterback gets sacked nine times. The fact that Joe Burrow went 28 for 37, 348 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. The fact that he only threw one pick, considering how much he was under pressure that entire game. And th- this just shows how impressive this kid is going to be once yeah. he gets his prime. Yeah, he's legit. Jamar Chase is like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Titans did everything they could to blow this game, but props to, uh, props to, um, Joe Burrow. You know, he gets another mm-hmm. win. Um, here's my thing. Yeah. I'm Tannehill. He's a good quarterback, but he's average and he chokes in the big moments. Yeah. I, uh, you're spot on. Couldn't agree more. Because here's the here's you know he goes 15 for 24, 220 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. You don't if you want to be a top quarterback in the league, you don't throw three interceptions in a playoff game. You don't. No, uh, two. Three down. Granted, de- now, now granted, granted, two of them were deflected, but exactly that last interception was all on him, and it cost yep. the team the game. That was a bad throw. Yeah, that was a mistake of a throw. Because, uh, you know, everyone's thinking in this game, oh, Derrick Henry's coming back. He, by the way, 20 carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. I'm going to say it right now, Chris. Derrick Henry also disappears in the playoffs. Yeah. I get it. He's coming off of a broken foot. Before all of you come at me, I get it. Broken foot. So it's his first game since Halloween, but this is a trend with him. He disappears in the playoffs. Or not in the playoffs, but yeah. when it matters the most, he disappears. What I'm. What I'm going to say is all these teams that win championships, they don't have high-paying running backs. Derrick Henry's a high-paying running back, and mm-hmm. running backs are a dime a dozen in the NFL, mm-hmm. as we see each year. So that's where my take is on that. Mm-hmm. Like the star of this game for the Titans, other than their defense, because, I mean, it, that, that was a junior high offensive line they're going up against. But, I mean, A.J. Brown continues just to be an absolute star in this league. Five receptions, 142 yards. He averaged 28.4 yards per catch. Almost averaged 30 yards per play, basically, whenever he touched the ball. And he got a touchdown out of it. By the way, that touchdown reception, too. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> yeah, this, this game this game was wild. It came down to the end. Uh, Evan McPherson kicks the game-winning field goal. He said – now, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you heard this. But he said to Joe Burrow as he was walking out there, he was like, well, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. And then yeah. he goes and kicks the game. Ball, like, balls are stale. I was about to say, what kind of guts does he have to say that out loud and then deliver and then deliver on it? Go watch. Mm-hmm. Tell you that. Yeah. This, this Bengals team, they're going to be around for years to come, I think. The AFC is loaded. AFC um, loaded. Happy my team's in the NFC. If, yeah. uh, if my team can get it right, at least I don't have to worry about these six crazy quarterbacks that are in the AFC. Yeah, no, AFC is ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> The night game on Saturday night. Oh, my goodness. Again, I missed the majority of this game because I, I was driving home. So, I missed the majority of this game. I watched the fourth quarter. So, like, I, I basically watched the game when it got good. Yeah. Total 49ers, 49ers Packers. Chris, take it away. Yeah. I'm going to simple, Matt. It was a total choke job by Aaron Rodgers and them coming off a of bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're at home. You have two weeks to prepare for this team. And you come out and score 10 points. Uh, I don't want to hear any excuses. Um, you, can't, you can't use the weather because, you know, terrible. they play, they play yeah. in that all year. Terrible, well, terrible, all year, but. terrible, terrible special teams. And uh, the 49ers defense was electric. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see that defenses can still carry a team. And uh, that's what the 49ers defense is doing. And uh, 
the Jimmy Garoppolo haters can say what they want. Uh, yeah, Jimmy didn't have the best game, but you look at this guy's record, he wins games, especially in the playoffs. So um, I was going to bring that up. I'm on the Jimmy Jimmy bandwagon that this guy needs more credit than him. Listen, he gets he gets I, way too much slander. I love me some Italian stallion. You know what yeah, I mean? I love I love sure. the I love Jimmy the Italian stallion. G. Eleven to 19, 131, zero touchdowns and a pick. So I have that. So do you think he's getting bailed out all the time, or do you think he's just lucky, or do you think he's you know, or he's he's just getting lucky? Like, what do we think here? I don't think he's getting lucky at all. Mm-hmm. No. Do you think it's just an all-around team effort? Yeah, team effort. Yeah, because, I mean, the rest of the stats, uh, Elijah Mitchell was the leading rusher for the 49ers, uh, 17 carries, 53 yards, leading receiver, George Kittle, four receptions, 63 yards. Debo Samuel, not the world's biggest game, obviously, because Jimmy G didn't have the world's biggest game either, but Packers, de- Packers defense, just what the hell? I don't get it. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, by the way, 20, 20 for 29, 225, zero touchdowns, zero picks. A.J. Dillon had the only touchdown for the for the uh, Packers. I think for the game, actually, right? Am I, am I dumb? No. 49, right. 49ers didn't score a single touchdown. Oh, the only touchdown for the 49ers was a defensive touchdown. That's yeah. the thing. Blocked it was punt. off of a block, blocked punt. So, I saw something. Or I, heard, I think I saw something online. You know, the Packers, they, they've had, they had Brett Five. And Aaron Rodgers, I think two championships in I think what is it like thirty years or something yep. like that? Yeah, like I saw that. That's insane. You have, no, two, that's of some, you have two of some like of the that. best quarterbacks. You have like two of the best quarterbacks that might ever play in the NFL, and the only one two championships with them. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. Potentially <laughs> blowing it all up. So we'll see. You mean they are? I mean, I don't. I, so I have they're to in, ask they're you in caps. And if Rodgers leaves, you get the looming question about whether you tag or pay Devontae Adams. A lot of question marks coming up for this team. So, so you know, here's the question for you. Where does Aaron Rodgers go? Does yeah, he that, stay? That's, that's a discussion for another day, but he is a goner. Yeah, I agree. You and I will have to discuss what teams do we think he goes to. Because I have yeah. an interesting team, I think. So Yeah, I'm going to have to, see, gonna have to see what happens in the draft. Yeah, the draft is going to be a huge factor this year. Which, yeah. so we all know, the Packers See. sometimes they're not good at that. So, yeah, we know that. Mm-hmm. To Sunday's action, oh man, what a what what a way to start off Sunday. Uh, basically, yesterday, Rams <coughs> Buccaneers, Rams pull it off. Thirty to twenty-seven was the final. Chris, this was a twenty-seven to three game. I thought it was. I, I I'll I'll tell you right now. I never. I thought it was over. But deep down, I was like, "This is not over." It was like that's Tom Brady uh, in my head. I said it's never over, and the Rams were continuing to just keep Tom Brady in the game. You know, right before the half, they could have made it twenty-seven to three, and then Akers fumbled on the goal line, uh, missed field goal before. You know, when you see those things happen in a game, you say to yourself, "All right, they're shooting themselves in the foot." You know, and it, mm-hmm. these are the things. Ball games, and uh, it almost lost them in the game. Yeah, Matt Stafford, um, though. What, 20, what ball 20... Matt Stafford has, but to, to not go for the tie and go for the win, love that. Mm-hmm. 28 for 38, 366, two touchdowns, including a bomb down the field to Cooper Cup, who had nine receptions, 183 yards, and a touchdown average, 20.3 yards per catch. Here's my question. On that final play of the game, before the Rams kicked the game-winning field goal, as time expired, what was that defensive scheme that – 
Todd Bowles came up with. What yeah, was that? Why idiotic. would you give? Why would you let Cooper? Why? Why do you keep Cooper Cup that open? That's what I want to know. Because he did it too again in the first half. He left Cooper Cup wide open, and Cooper Cup this year, best receiver in the league. Yeah, literally uh, the triple crown winner for receivers this year. <laughs> idiotic is all I can think of. Mm-hmm. Just, I, 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 this, this game was just un- unbelievable. Because then you got Tom Brady on the other side, 30 for 54, 329, one touchdown, one pick. <laughs> to, you know, Br- Brady, by the way, first ever, um, you know, like, I guess taunting or personal foul that he's ever gotten in his lo- in his career. But in which, by the way, I got to ask you that after, if you think this was the final time we're ever going to see Tom Brady on a football field. No. I, I, yeah, I was about to say, I know you're going to say no. I'm going to say uh, no simple as well. question, no. Media just wants a story. Next question. <laughs> he's not going exactly Tom, like Tom Brady before we get back to the stats Tom Brady is not that kind of guy where he will tell the team yeah I'll come back for another year in the offseason and then all of a sudden be like eh, I don't know he, he's someone that will commit to whatever whatever he's committed to he will do it so he he's, will be back next he year. will be back he wants another chance to have this team at full strength um, mm-hmm. that's he wants to there. go out he want, he I mean he wants to go out on top basically yeah we'll say Mm-hmm. Mike Evans, eight receptions, one nineteen, and a touchdown. Um, hell of an effort by Tom Brady and the Bucks right here. Yeah, they shot down twenty-seven to three a lot of points on the board. They did, but what a comeback! What a what a comeback to make this game interesting. Yeah, I'm happy they lost though. Oh, I am too. Trust me, I I I can't wait to see what a Tom Brady less Super Bowl looks like. You know, in the sense of like. Oh, cool! We're gonna we're gonna see someone else potentially. Hopefully, um, you know it's not Patrick Mahomes either. Because game of the year last night, oh, yeah. Chiefs, Bills, did this? They did not disappoint last night. Yeah, just it was neck and neck. Fourteen <laughs> fourteen at the half. Chiefs have the lead at the end of the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter happens. They combine for twenty five points. I think it was like twenty five points in two minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, Josh, you got you got to give it to Josh Allen, man. 27, 37, 27 for 37, four, 329, 329 yards, four touchdowns. In the postseason, he did not throw a single pick in either game that he played. Nine touchdowns, no interceptions. I forget how many yards he had, but this this kid this kid right here, Chris, future MVP. Future Super Bowl champion, first of all. This this Bills this Bills team could, could seriously win it all next year. They're that damn good. Um, yeah, it's it's the AFC is gonna is the new Tom Brady man and his Mahomes Allen. It's gonna be mm-hmm. a rival. I'm like, I'm, like I'm ready for Mahomes Allen. I'm ready for Mahomes Allen. We all we all thought it was gonna be Mahomes Jackson, like Lamar Jackson. It's Mahomes Allen, honestly. Yeah, yeah Patrick Mahomes had a slow start this year, but once they got going, they got going. So. Um, yeah, like you say, just a crazy game. Unbelievable. The Patrick in second. Um, people yeah, can say what they basically want. Basically, went down the people field. People can say what seconds. they want about the overtime rule. That's the rules. That's how I, that's how I feel about it. Don't blame the overtime rules. Maybe blame that you didn't do a squib kick or something like that. Okay. Yeah. That, that's where I'm on that stance. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrick Holmes and Allen, um, it's a shame that one of them had to lose. Gabriel Davis for the Bills, by the way. Yeah, eight receptions. Four, four TDs. Four touchdowns, eight receptions, 201 yards, 25 yards per catch. First receiver to ever do that, by the way. Four touchdowns in a playoff game. Um, you know, 
this is going to be the Gabriel Davis game that we're all going to remember. We're not going to remember the fact that the Chiefs won this game. This, this is we're just going to remember what Buffalo did in this game. That's the thing. Because in my opinion, a little more impressive. The it's the stats were a little bit more impressive than the actual win. I'm not just saying that because I was rooting for Buffalo. But it's like when you when you actually like look at the stat sheets, you, you you'll just go, wow. Like how did the Bills actually lose this game? Yeah, it's what a what a fucking wild game is all I could say. Um, I actually I've even fell gone asleep over the and I ended up waking yet. up for the last two minutes or the last five minutes I was up for, and I was like, "Well, good time to be up." Yeah, uh, you, you, you you watch you watch the game basically. <laughs> yeah, just uh, holy Christ is all I can say. Uh, Mahomes in this game, thirty three for forty four, three seventy eight, three touchdowns. Uh, top receiver in this game, you can probably guess Tyreek Hill. 11 receptions, 150 yards, one touchdown. I hate this. I hate this Chiefs team. Just they're just so fucking good. I hate them. Yeah, they're they're not going. No, they're not going no. anywhere anytime soon. That's, that's uh, that. So that means, with that being said, the championship games are as followed. Next Sunday, we will at 3 p.m. Bengals and Chiefs. Chris. Chiefs. Who you got? I got the Chiefs playing the Rams, Maddie. You got the Chiefs and Rams. All right, so do I. Um, because it's the 49ers, Rams at 630. Rams are going to win this game. Um, Chiefs, Rams, Super Bowl. This is what we all thought we were going to get back when back in 2019. But now we're, we're just going to get it a few years later. Um, I'm looking forward to both these games this weekend. These games are going to be re- really, 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 really damn good. Just a lot, of, a lot of great footballs ahead of us. Um, love to see it. Right, yeah. Chris? My prediction is the Rams will beat the Chiefs in a close one in the Super Bowl. I hope you're right. And, uh, my, my boy Odell Beckham gets his ring, baby. I hope you're right, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Odell, uh, the Giants, they're in the news. They made some news this week. Yeah. They, they, we, they got a GM. Yeah, Joe. And I'm uh, Joe Schoen or whatever yeah. it is, Schoen uh, from the Bills. And I'm seeing that it is being that Brian Dable, the uh, Bills, having the second interview. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brian Dable from the Bills, second interview for the Giants. Chris, how yeah. are you feeling as a Giants fan? It's a breath of fresh air to finally be going in the right direction, uh, going out of the house. Um, uh, whoever they get for head coach, I'm happy. The uh, Bell called a great game, so uh, he seems like he seems to be the favorite. But I'm more worried about who they bring in as offense. Because uh, we still have some weapons on this team, which we need to be able to use. Mm-hmm. Match all these offenses, and you just after watching the Giants' offense the last six years, I just really need a new sense of direction. But uh, yeah. I'm I'm happy with the hire, and I'm 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 intrigued to see how he can get us out of get us out of misery again. We'll now, if it, if it is Dable that he's a guy, which it sounds like it could be potentially him, I think I think I think you can trust him. Because look what he did in Buffalo. Yeah, he had a big. He, he was a big factor in building Buffalo, and um, yeah. that's what excites you as a Giant fan. Mm-hmm. Him and Sean, both of them really they built Buffalo into yeah. what they are now. So, so I think Giants fans they should be getting excited. It's a breath of fresh air, and um, mm-hmm. they're not rushing the process, which I like either. So. Nope, they're not. But I would but, say uh, by, I would say by Friday, Maddie, uh, he will be the coach of the Giants. Brian Dable, do you think you think it's going to be Dable? Yeah. I, th- I think he's going to be Dable, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's going to be defensive coordinator because they have ties there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would be very happy with that. And then let's bring in a good offensive coordinator and go from there. 
And let's get out so, of, time to get out of cap, cap space hell. <laughs> a lot of cuts will be coming. And I'm sure it makes you happy to get out of cap space hell. You got to try. Well, on that note, we made it to the end of the episode without internal and no technical issues. Oh, what? my goodness. What can I say? Uh, what a surprise. It's just we're gonna have to be tweeting Earl after this. That's for sure. That yeah, um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to tell Earl that hey, I guess we're gonna teach you how to do your job again since yeah. you and I just since I basically just did it. So yeah, yeah, with ease, <laughs> with a lot of ease. Yeah, but that's gonna be it for this week. Appreciate all of you for uh, taking a listen. Remember to wear your mask, wash your hands, practice that social distancing, and call out all them pesky Karens out there. They're out there. Trust me. Oh, they're, they're out, out there. Oh, they're out there. <laughs> they're, um, they're getting ready. They're getting ready to find a manager near you. But uh, <laughs> but that's gonna be it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.